Hey yo, Big BSF, Big Griselda, the butcher and his motherfucker, straight to tape podcast. You know what it is? I only fucking with the real. Ah, let's go. Unapologetic and insightful conversation. From the tip of our tongues, it's straight to tape. My name is C. Perry Alizia II. And of course, I'm rolling with one third of podcasts and Treacherous Three. First, the comedian, Tico DeGaio. What's up, Tico? No, people talking. I live it. Every day. Every day. He nailed it. We're back to that. That's good. Yeah, it's good. Like that. He finally nailed it. Okay, keep it, keep it going like that. And. The first lady of S2T, the quintessential hip-hop mom, Keisha with a Y. What's up, Keisha? Hiya, hiya, hiya. I like that. I like that. I like that. Thanks. It's and as always, we are joined by our social media assassin, Rob Barron. What's good, Rob? Man, what's good, bro? What's good? I'm in the building, you know, doing what I do. Man. Why you sound depressed, man? I'm not really depressed right now. Why you sound um, depressed, man? I, I'm not depressed, man. What's the score, man? We're actually up 29 to 20, so I'm I'm good right now. Okay, could, look, ladies and gentlemen, when Rob got here today, okay, full disclosure, this is the first day of the NFL weekend, first day, first day, first day, okay? right? Week and, one, 2019. Yeah, and when he came through, his uh, beloved Eagles were not winning, and he was not happy. We'll see how the day progresses. Exactly. I wasn't happy, man. I mean, I, I tried to. No, I didn't. I didn't no, no, you did. You didn't try to do nothing. You didn't try. You didn't try to do nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, now, subscribe to our podcast so that you can check the latest and greatest of our Straight to Tape podcast. Catch Straight to Tape on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, and we are Apple Podcast certified for you Apple snobs. For for who? Who who would that be? Jeez, I wonder who. Huh? Put your pinkies up. Are there any, any, any Apple snobs in the building? Real snobbish <laughs> as a motherfucker. And also got to let y'all know. We are now on YouTube. That's right. Hey, so, so check us out on Straight to Tape on the Tube. Yeah, I know it sounds a little bit long, Straight to Tape on the Tube. Uh, it might stay that way. It might change, but I don't give a damn. Subscribe. Yeah, you've heard worse. Hit I mean, button. really. Hit so, the so, just hit the damn button, all right? <laughs> I'm going to change right. it to anti-establishmentarianism on the Tube. Yeah, like that. that word is actually very easy to spell. It's pretty phonetic. Mm, pretty. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, okay. Well, we're gonna try that. We're gonna at least try it for a week. So. Or not. No, or not. Or not. Or not. And please like, follow, and share us on social media: Twitter, IG, Facebook, Straight to Tape. That's right. That's right. And today's show. It, you, my, my announcer voice. Yes, just, use your announcer voice, man. Yes, use your announcer voice. Come on, okay, man. Okay, hold, hold on for a second. All right. <clears throat> get in character. Get in character, man. All right. Today's show is brought to you by the Popcorn Shop. 
where a gourmet taste pops. With three locations to serve you, Emerald Isle, North Carolina, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and Mebane, North Carolina. Not local, we'll just pop on over. See what I did there? (laughs) Pop on over to (laughs) www.thepopcornshop.com for global shipping. That's www.thepopcorn-shop, S-H-O-P-P-E, Dot com. Once again, the popcorn shop where gourmet taste pops. And Keisha, don't we have an announcement on the Emerald Isle location? The Emerald Isle location is closed for the season. Oh. So pop on over to the popcorn shop. Reopening in April 2020. Get your fix online, okay? Make it easier for yourself. Now, once again, we have guests, okay? We have a rather special guest. Okay, a rather legendary guest. Okay, uh, hey, he, he's he's you know he's part of a group and part of a crew that has influenced us, every person in this room right now, and I'm sure a lot of you that are listening right now. He's influenced the way we listen to, look at, and think about hip hop. From the legendary. Legendary Jungle Brothers. JB's with the remedy. Mike G. Yo, I'll give myself yeah. a hand clap. Hey. Hey. Mike G. Mike G. What's up? What's good with you, my man? Yeah, chilling, man. Actually, I like that YouTube. That uh, uh, what's, I'm sorry. Um, straight to tape on the tube. That's yeah. dope. I like that. It flows. I mean, I think so as well. It still might be a little bit long. You know how people have that whole short term that, you know. It's it's like anything. If it feels good, it is good. Hmm. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I think, you know, that sounds like a cosign. Sound Mm -hmm. like a cosign to you? Sounds like like it to me. We'll keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, we're going to be talking in depth with uh, Mike G. But before we do that, of course, well, we got to start the show the way we always start the show because, you know, there's those, uh, there's those things, there's those events, there's those things going on in the world that, well, we don't like to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to talk about we, it. We, we simply we are not going to talk, talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Now, there is one person that we really don't want to talk about today, okay? Keisha, who is this person we don't want to talk about today? Malik Yoba. Malik, yo, bro. Malik. New York undercover. New York undercover. Empire. Uh, Why did we get, you know, why did we get married? One and two. You know, I'm still mad he got, I'm still mad at the way he got killed off in in two. You know, that was some real, I'll say this, that was some real punk shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Yeah, leave, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need you to edit that out. No, don't do that. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to make it. Anyway, anyway, fuck that. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, man. Let me tell you, man. Hey, look, Dave Chappelle is out here, you know, telling people to just, you know, what I'm saying, say what they say. Exactly, bro. exactly. And we're gonna get to that. We're gonna later. get to that later. Yeah, man. Malik, my man. <laughs> side, side, slobber mouth. Uh, Malik, yo, for real though, you know that little white thing in the corner of his mouth, 
always fuck with me. All right, so let's tell the people what's going on. Well, I mean, well, I mean, you know, I he, mean, we we ain't here talking about the slobber in his mouth. I mean, he always had that, you know, the chapped lips and everything. You that know? probably, Scott but we're gonna talk about it. Probably the reason why he had, never mind. Why he had. That's uh, what we like on black mouth. people characteristics. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Right. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Mike, for keeping it on the up exactly. and down. <laughs> These niggas right here. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. right. So, um, Malik Yoba is uh, supporting. Uh, the the national trans visibility mark by coming out and saying he likes all type of women, women with JJs and women with PPs. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well, well. <laughs> and, at, and at first, this was a, this was this was a news story that I kind of passed by because I don't really care about who Malik Yoba sleeps with at all. Like I don't yeah. care at all. I don't think anybody should care, but. He um, has doubled and tripled and maybe possibly quadrupled down on his uh, assertion that he he doesn't mind a trans woman. Well, okay, I ain't, I don't believe I'm going to say this, but look, I'm actually going to kind of defend him. Okay, there's no I, defense necessary. Yeah, exactly. I, look, all women are beautiful. Okay, period. All women are beautiful, shapes, size, colors, okay? All women are beautiful. Uh, I mean, you know, if one has a, you know, if one has a, you know, a, a penis, I mean, I mean, so be it, okay? I mean, I, I feel you on that note, but at the same token, I'm, you know, <clears throat> I'm all about whoever wants to be, whoever they want to be. Yeah. Um, but for me personally that kind of throws me off because I'm looking at you as a woman, but then all of a sudden you throw this crying game on me and, you know, and, you, you know, did want to, you wanted to take it back to the crying game. I mean, really? look here, dude, yeah. don't, don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, 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 if your face <laughs> and your, and your titties and your ass is looking good, I mean, okay, but I'm, I'm not, but, the rest. but I'm, but I'm not one to sit here and look at another man's penis. Hmm. You know, I hardly want to even look at mine's, but <laughs> It's massive. Anywho, um, John Henry. Yeah, John Henry. So, 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 all I can say is, you know, I mean, if that's what you like, that's what you like. I mean, so be it. I mean, just me. I, I don't, you know, stalls, bathrooms, penises. I, 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 I'm Can I share a funny transition story for you? That's funny. Trans. Transition. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I was I, I was work uh, once working with this cat, okay? And he was actually going through the transition, okay? And you know when you're in a corporate situation, you know, before it goes down, all right? The emails go out, you know, about, you know, inclusiveness and all that. Mm-hmm. And I, when I, you know, when the email dropped, I was like, Oh shit! What's going on now? Okay, and then the next thing you know, this cat, you know, is you know he, he's there. He's going through the transitions, wearing a dress and the whole nine. All right, uh, didn't change his hair. You know, face looked the same. He just had on you know earrings. You know, and I treated him the same. I treated him the same as I always treated him. We joked around, whatever. Okay, then one day, <clears throat> I was in the bathroom. And I'm, you know, I'm over at the urinal, you know, doing my thing. And I look over in the, you know, look over and see this, you know, see the toilet. And I see these pair of high heels sitting on the toilet. And I don't say nothing. Next thing you know, he's like, and I don't even know how he knew I was there, right? 
Okay, well, actually, let me flip that, okay? I saw the high heels, and I was like, yo, Phil. Yeah, I just called him out by name, whatever, okay? And he's like, yeah, P. And I was like, you know this is a little hard to get used to, right? He's like, yeah, man, I know. And then we just left it at that and just kept rolling from there. But it was a weird, it was a, it was a weird moment and actually, you know, a, a funny moment. It was well, kind of a bonding moment, actually, <laughs> but, you know, well, it was just like, you know, I, you know, I had to make sure I was in the right bathroom. I knew I was in the right bathroom because I was standing up here. So, hey. Well, hey, you know, I'll, on his defense, you know, those heels, you know, it does make your shit come out a little better. Like I got one of them shit steppers, you know what I'm saying, downstairs where you where you put your legs down and make your shit come back. So if you got them heels on, evidently, you know, I bet you, you know, due to that and some other issues, I'm sure his shit comes out real much like that. No, he was in the bathroom peeing. Yeah, that's all he was doing. He was just peeing. That's all. I mean, I'm sure he's cool, but uh, I got to stop you right there. All women are beautiful. Uh women that were born with vaginas are beautiful but uh i mean you know pretty sure he's a you know beautiful person human being on the, is that what you were going for or were you saying in all of his high heeledness that well he, he was beautiful. well let's see in, in in this dude's case i mean no he's just looked like the same guy just wearing a dress okay you with the conceited face okay <laughs> you know what I'm he was just the same guy you know but at the same time but like i said but you know but at the same time you know to me i'm sorry I man look beautiful is beautiful does that mean i want to get with every beautiful no did you consider him beautiful uh what him yeah uh as a person yes Okay. okay. Yeah, as a person, yes, exactly. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah, person, exactly. Yeah. But physically, okay. uh, oh no, he was dumpy, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Broad shoulders and the whole nine. You know, okay, shit just didn't there work. We go. You know there what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably held out before what's going on at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, sure he looks, sure he looks totally, oh, look totally different now That's with his Adam one. apple shape. <laughs> Well, I witnessed a transition the other way from female to male. Uh-huh. Um, I have a friend, and she's gay, and her girlfriend decided to go through the change and change it to a boyfriend. They're no longer together because she likes girls, and this person is now a full-fledged man. Like, watching that transition was absolutely amazing for me. Um, like, testosterone hormones... Oh, yeah. Hairier than most men I know. Yeah. Muscle structure changes. Like that shit really transforms your body. Those hormones transform your body. Like facial hair. Like she probably could be, he probably could grow a beard like Rob's beard. Like just hairy, hairy legs and arms and back. Like, yeah. There's some women that do that without all that. <laughs> hey, guess what? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got I, tweezers in the car. I got tweezers in my purse. I got tweezers at home and at work. Okay, so before we get in any more trouble, let's go ahead and uh Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well we, we say that trans that transition and it, for yeah, this transition. And that, that was a nice transition too. Yeah, very yeah, nice transition. Yeah, yeah. Uh yo, the genius, the absolute genius of Dave Chappelle. And sticks and stones. Man, can I jump on that, yo? Yes, man, jump. Yo, man, let me tell you. That is one of the most beautiful, genius stand-ups I have seen in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, the simple, for the simple fact that, yeah. that you know, I, 
every week we always talk about every week we always talk about you know um uh, i always talk about how being a comic you always have to be like pr and all this other stuff yo the jokes that he said were they were just genius the way he wrote them the way he the way he said them it wasn't offensive you know I'm sure somebody find it offensive, but yeah, say, but at yeah. the same token, it wasn't that offensive where you know this whole community is gonna you know just jump on him because you know. He, oh no, he there's it, a there's around. a movement out to mute him now. Just oh yeah, like he said, yeah. There's a there's a mute Dave. Yeah. Get out of here for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think they're gonna be unsuccessful. With that oh one. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like nobody's paying attention yeah. to it, but it is. There are right. those detractors who are like, he needs to be silenced. Mike, you get a chance to see it yet? Yeah, I got to see it. I mean, it's, it's funny because, I mean, even when you, you know, as the audience, we, we listen to his jokes. We know somebody, mm-hmm. you know, Relatable. <laughs> so, but we're right. laughing. Mm-hmm. So you feel a little guilt, but the, the laughter is stronger because it's natural. I mean, yeah, like you said, watching Dave, I mean, you know, watching him from his early days till now, it's like how he's really mastered his artistry mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and mastered that like... Um, that that kind of common talk humor is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I yes. love it. That, yes. I mean, I, as soon as it came on, I, I was on the floor. My wife was just like, "You are useless." I had somebody. <laughs> I had, I had somebody. I had well, actually my sister. So my sister is super, super straight edge, like prudish almost. And she actually said, "Like I couldn't not laugh." At the, and the, her list of things that are inappropriate <laughs> is four miles long. Right, right, <laughs> She's like, right, I right. couldn't not laugh. Listen, I right. knew it was inappropriate, but I couldn't not laugh. And that is the genius. That yeah. is why yeah. that's the genius. genius. That, and that's the genius because as a comic, you're supposed to throw things at people to make them think otherwise. Exactly. Like one of my favorite comics is Corey Holcomb. No, and, yes, and you know, he yes, starts his yes, he starts yes. his set off like, yo, I'm about to do this abortion jokes. Yeah. And if y'all don't like it, then this is not the place you need to be. Yeah. And, you know, he throws that light out there because, you know, people have had abortions. I've, not me personally, but I've, I've, I've took some people down sponsored. into the clinic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've sponsored. Sponsor. I've sponsored. Tico, I need $250. Mm, shit. Let's have that baby see what it look like. No, <laughs> 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 oh, that's right. Got to be more careful. <laughs> Yeah, but we live in a culture now that there's this just overwhelming, ridiculous thought that everything should be for everybody. It's not. It's not. So scroll on past. Like we have the, we have so much power now to control what we consume, but still everybody wants to look at something and make it for them when it might not fucking necessarily be for them. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, everything is not for everybody, but everybody can be joked on. Right. Period. Yeah. You know, everyone, everyone can be joked on. Well, you know how? You know, it's funny. You know how I listen to uh, Sticks and Stones. I did it old school, okay? Because you know, you know, I'm from that Richard Pryor generation, okay? You know, when we used to have to sneak and listen to the Richard Pryor tapes. So I, I I I pulled up you know pulled up Netflix on my phone and I actually listened to it in my car and then and didn't even look at it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hear it because right. I wanted to feel it. And when you have me that way, that's when I know it's funny. You know what I mean? Yo, the dude, yo, he, yo, from the way he started from the beginning, and and me personally, that is how I'm how I'm trying to craft 
my comic, my my my, my comedy. Um, he starts off at the beginning, with, with, you know, singing the Prince joint, mm-hmm. and and he brings that shit, you know, and he and he brings all that shit all the way back around, full circle, and that's very hard, you know, what I'm saying to keep people's mm-hmm. train of thought yeah. on mm-hmm. that, and you you uh, you spit these jokes, and then you forget what he said before, and then he brings it right back out to you. That's fucking genius, dude. That's that is fucking beautiful, man. He is a fucking master at his skill. I mean, he can't be but a master. He fucking started comedy at the age of fourteen. Exactly. So you know what I'm saying? So, dude, Seinfeld, all them dudes. You know, he, he he's up there. He is up there. He is up there. I'm, he just got a big award too. I'm sorry, to cut yeah. you off. Oh, he's good. At the Kennedy Center. Um, the Kennedy Center Honor? Was it a Kennedy Center Honor? Mark Twain. He got the Mark Hi, Twain Mark Award. Twain. Mm. Mark Twain uh-huh. Award. It's one of the highest, they say, highest uh, awards to go to a comedian. Didn't Eddie Murphy get that class. same thing? Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, and another uh, comedian was uh, mentioned, but I can't remember. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he is he is probably our Richard Pryor of our time. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is. For he, most is. Part. he is. Eddie Murphy trans jokes. Wow. That just, I mean, yeah, that's another trans That's a whole other story. That's a whole story. I love you, Eddie. I love you, Eddie. I will be there when you hit that, when you hit the tour, uh, tour most again. Definitely. Okay, definitely. we'll be there. Most definitely. Yeah. I am, you think you're going to wear the leather suit? Mm. Uh, I hope not. Eight man. leather suits, tight no, or baggy? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. He's yeah, a little, little dead bodish now. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you you reach. I'm sorry, you do reach a certain age where you know you, sometimes you have to put down the leather below the belt. You know what I mean? Because you, you know, because trust me, you know, be, you know, you know, being from HBCU and you know, and, and you know, and going to you know, like the CIAA and seeing you know, seeing everybody the over sixty, yeah, seeing everybody over sixty in their leather Hell, in their leather gear. Larry you know Blackman still does it. Sure yeah, 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 yeah. Word up. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the whole point. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's the whole point we're trying to make that once you get to a certain age that you gotta You gotta put, put it down. You gotta yeah. put it down, man. Yeah, like you, you said, going to yeah. CIAA or the MIAC or, yeah. or homecoming yeah. or something like that, and you see that leather, man, is you know, it's, it's yeah. not always a good look. Exactly. Um <clears throat> speaking of leather, last night I went to the club and there was a dude out there, uh Wait, wait, you went to the club? Yeah, we did the club. Damn, how? Tico finds his ways. ways (laughs) So he finds his ways. This dude, yo, this dude, this dude, man, he had to be about sixty. Had to be about sixty. He had on, uh, he had hair was dyed blonde. Uh, He had on these tight leather ass pants and a black shirt and some boots. No, some gold sneakers. Darker you, lighter you. Darker. Okay. So, all I know is he was looking mighty, mighty hot. Because you know it was hot yesterday. That's hell. That's hell. And he had them leather pants on, and they were just as tight and shit and making my nuts hot. (laughs) So, so, you know what I mean? I mean, for real, though. I mean, but, yo, but I understand, yo. I mean, he had the belly over the the pants. I know his belt buckle stink. You feel me? <laughs> Shit like that, man. But I get you. No leather I, pants. I feel yo. like as I get older, like I need it to be cool. I it, I would be too hot trying to wrestle some leather pants on. Like, what are you baby powder down so you can slide them on? Because your skin is just gonna be moist when you pulling and tugging. Yeah. You mm. pulling and tugging at the pants, try to get them on. Yeah, but that's a lot of time, you know, with the baby powder. 
you know, putting it on and making sure you have, you know, the right layer. Mm-hmm. The first layer, mm-hmm. okay, because you know you got to do multiple layers of that shit. The baby product, you, yeah. You you know, make, sure you, make sure you wear cotton underwear. That's well, all. I mean, you, that's, leather that's, in the summer is that's like should be like mandatory no go anyway. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. how sexy you trying to be? <laughs> <laughs> the leather look in the summer is you know one thing, but I mean leather yeah, in the yeah. summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it should be like long johns in the leather. That's a party idea. Yeah, yeah. Long johns and leather and lace. Long, Long John's leather. leather. Long yeah, John's yeah, leather. yeah, 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 yeah. Party concept coming real soon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I'm going to say is that uh, uh, I'll be there, but I won't be a participant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find something else to do. I'll be at the door. I'll be security. You can wear Long John's? Uh, hell no. Uh, <laughs> won't have Would my balls profusely sweating <laughs> in some damn long johns. You got to pick the it. day because it, it. it only gets hot. It only gets hot for long johns. Yeah. Like, yeah. Three yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Three right. winter days here in North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. It only gets cold enough. Yep. You're right. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Um, how did we get here from fucking day? Eddie Tico. Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Tico. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. No, Tico. That's how Eddie we Murphy. got here. Tico. All right. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what. We ain't gonna talk about it. Not gonna do it. And we are here with the legendary, legendary Mike J. Yo! I'm a true brother. <laughs> <laughs> Fanboy over there. Yeah, of course. I love it, yo. Let me, yo I love it, yo. Yo, when I first heard that album, yo, it was like, it was so different. Yeah. It was so just out there. And, and it was like, oh, you can say that? Oh, you know what I'm saying? It was exactly. like, you know what I'm saying? It was exactly. like everybody had a certain type of doom, 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 doom. And it was just like, oh, word? You could do that? Oh, they doing house music too? Mm. Oh, shit. Yep. Do you ever get tired of hearing that? Do you ever get tired of hearing stuff like that? People say stuff like that? Nah, nah, it's cool. I mean, you know, at that time it was it was fair game, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it was still hip hop was still trying to find itself and there was still so much within hip hop that hadn't really come out to say. What so. made you what made you want to what made y'all want to do, like do house? I mean, I love house. I mean, you know, that shit was fucking bananas. I, I mean, mean, we just got offered the opportunity, really. I mean, cuz you know, up top, it was like, you know, that's what was in the clubs, you know. It's like you hit the the breaks, hip-hop songs for whatever many there was, disco, and then at the end of the night, it'd be house. Mm. Now, because your, your first deal was with Warlock, right? Yeah. And Warlock, because, you, know, you know, I remember buying, buying stuff from Warlock. I mean, they were mainly known for house. Some of the best house mixes yeah. and some of the best house stuff. You know, I got was you know from Warlock. Okay, yeah. I mean Warlock was actually sorry to cut you off. Uh, Warlock was actually the distributors. Okay, we was actually signed to Idlers Records, oh, okay. which okay. Todd Terry was uh, signed to, and um, you know he had Royal House mm-hmm. and a couple of other artists. And you know, as they were going through the motions trying to milk that song for whatever they was, he was like, "Yo, y'all want to do a, a rap on here?" It was like, "Hell yeah!" And psh, <laughs> that yeah, was I it. After that, that. Yo, it was I, a rap bananas, yo. Yeah. So, it's like you know, it's like we had the heads up already because it was already banging in the clubs. Right, right. So it was like, oh yeah, it's no problem. Man, that right there and fucking 
<laughs> fucking Jim Brownski and shit. Ah, classic, I mean, yo, classic. dude. Anyway, any way that you can fucking damn make a dick reference and not say dick is fucking yeah. beautiful to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, like if that song came out like now, it'd be like, you know what I'm saying? You know, it'd be some some. Oh, it'd be just whack as shit. Yeah, it'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Is, yeah, it's been gone. For yeah, music. you know, it'd be like, you know, put a hat on my dick. Yeah, it just don't it don't hit like Jim Brownsky, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck, yo? Hence why my I name mine's. Yeah, he doesn't want to know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's know cool. I actually listen to that to that podcast. Oh my god! Cool. Yeah, she sent me the link. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sent him that one. No, no, I didn't mean to send him. I thought I sent well, you the whole page. He just nah, scrolled yeah. and picked that one. Yeah, it was just, I just happened to click it. It was, it was Here, funny though. Here's yeah. the podcast where Tico talks about his penis. <laughs> that was a good story though. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank strongest you so slave. Yeah. He went out with a bag. <laughs> so um we're gonna start a, a new thing it's called the s2t one minute hit so i'm gonna ask you a question and you have a minute to answer a minute a minute you don't have one to take minute, the whole yeah, minute okay. uh what is one thing that you are unapologetic about uh as far as being a person as far as career however you however have you me. take the question Mm-hmm. One uh, thing I am not. Uh, let's see. Wow, that's a good one. Huh, it's not too many things I'm apologetic. Let's see. Uh, no, what? What's one thing? Yeah. Because I'm unapologetic about being a mom, the mom that I am. Mm-hmm. How I raise my kids, how I'm raising them. What is one thing that you are unapologetic about? Hmm. Uh, of the many things that you're unapologetic about. I'd probably say being humble. A lot of people be like, you're too humble, you're too quiet, you're too this, you're too that. Like, I'm just, that's the way I am. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm a happy person. I'm happy to be here. You know, uh, coming from... Positive. Coming from the era that we came from, watching hip-hop grow, seeing how it saved my life, mm-hmm. seeing how people come up to me and be like, yo, you saved my life, this and that. I mean... Psh- yeah, I'm happy, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm, I'm humble too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I've seen a lot of loud mouth motherfuckers get their shit bust open. Drug, right? You know? Right. So you know, we just was talking about that. Mm. So, but uh, I guess that's that's probably it. Because I think that's one thing that even uh, my at least my oldest daughter. I know she's like you too fucking. You're so quiet. You're so humble. It's <laughs> like. Eh. You know, I've been around the block a couple of times. Yeah, man. So. I, I want to take you back, okay? I even want to take you back before JB's, mm. okay? Okay. How how whack was the very first rhyme that you wrote? Mm. Wow. It's definitely that whack that I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, it was super whack. It was, that's. You I always went by Mike G? Say again. You always went by Mike G. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I want to say yeah. As I really, cause all right. So my introduction to hip, well, my introduction to hip hop is long, but um, I guess when I really started writing, that's when um, at the time I went to live with Red, Red okay. Alert, DJ Red Alert. Uh, my mom wasn't doing too well, so she sent me down with Pops, and Red was still living there, and he was always going to the jams, to those old Cold Crush parties and all of that, mm-hmm. and he would bring home the tapes, and I was just like, and I had already been to the jams, but listening to them on tape was just, it was 
mind blowing. So listening to like Kaz and Busy B and all of these cats, and I was like, oh, oh shit, okay. Really listening to what they're saying, because when you're there, you're so much in the moment, you're not really hearing the wordplay that they're using. So I think um, I really, I was so, I was kind of fast forward a little bit when Rakim came out. I was like, I was like his twin. Like how Ray was saying, like him and Big Daddy Kane walked by. My first, like I, my first demo on tape, I sounded just like Rock Him. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so um, I don't know. I dare not call Rock Him whack. So, oh no. I guess no. my my first my first rhyme was alright. <laughs> but but yo, but I mean, I, but I even bet you that you know Rock Him's first rhyme, you know, w- was whack. He probably, probably wouldn't say it, but I mean, every, but every MC. Oh, every yeah. MC goes yeah. through, you know, the. Because I mean, it's still. Oh, my rhymes are white. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the growing stage. Oh, know? without question. Without question. Uh, and so, uh, now, from that very first whack rhyme that you wrote, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and then, of course, you know, from living with, uh, you know, living with your, your uncle, Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you and Africa and Sammy hook up? Okay, so um, I actually met Sammy first. Red used to go with Sammy's cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. Sean, she just passed not too long ago, Sean Collins. Um, uh, you know how it is. With the big uncle wants to hang out with the girl, he's like, yo, why don't you get them two to hang out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what it was. Okay, he's okay. like, yo, get this nigga out the house. Yo, go ahead with Sammy. <laughs> so that's, that's how me and him hooked up. Uh-huh. And then uh, they lived, we lived within like six blocks of each other. Mm-hmm. So once I found out he had turntables, I was like, oh, word? I was like, yo, well, I, I've been writing rhymes and shit. So it was crazy because he used to have one turntable on the kitchen counter mm-hmm. and one on like the kitchen table and shit. <laughs> Literally like <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy. And um so we used to rock all summer. Um and then that was like junior high school. Then mm-hmm. when I went to high school, that's when I met Af and you know, we started getting into talent shows and I was like, yo, well I got a DJ, let's bring my DJ down. And that was it. And, you know, it was like, yo, let's let's start doing some tapes. Af had a set at his crib, mm-hmm. so me and me and um, Sam would jump on a train to Brooklyn, go to his crib, make some demos. That's what we did, uh, bragging and boasting, and a couple of other joints. And yo, the fucking damn talent show, man, is <laughs> that is a fucking <laughs> lost. That you know it's that, a that, lost that, that that's it's a, a that, lost, yeah. lost yeah. artist. It's, it's just a lost venue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a lost venue. I mean, you know, you have people that come out here and they might do like a little open mic. They might have some like, you know, come out here and sing. But like a fucking talent show, like, you know, people used to come like out for those (laughs) things. You feel what I'm saying? And and a lot of careers have popped off just Mm -hmm. through talent shows. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, the Internet now is is, is the shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. So that whole shit is bugged out, man. Need to bring back the talent show. We had an early star-studded talent show because our first, the first thing it was called was called a variety show, Mm -hmm. and it was uh, myself, Africa, and Brother J from X Clan was our beatbox. What? (laughs) What? What? A lot of cats don't know. Brother J was like he was fierce on the beatbox. Get out! He's got the deep, super deep voice, man. He was. He was hard body with it. What's he doing? Like shit like this is what's up. Red. That was down, man. 
and you know, Tip, you know, we all went to high school together. Tip, Tip was in the crew called the, um, I think it was either the Four Horsemen or the Horsemen or something. Get out, get out, man. They dressed all dapper, like, uh, like maybe like a Kwame type of style. That was that does not surprise me about Tip, though. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, we had a we had some good years. That was um, that was fun. Yeah. And actually, interesting that you bring up Tip, okay? Because uh, you know, all of us—I'll say this—all of us in this room were definitely, definitely influenced by the collective mm-hmm. known as the Native Tongue. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, how did that come together? I was, it was timing, and you know, I think at that time. You know, we was the first ones to drop. Jim Browski came out not too long after that. Straight Out the Jungle dropped. Um, then Plug Tuning came out. And, of course, in the midst of that, Tip was with us in the studios. He did the promo. And he did, um, we worked on Black is Black for the album. And um, at that time, we kind of held down a certain sound, mm-hmm. you know. and um, Was we- that intentional? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, the the idea in hip hop was always to be original and not to come out sounding like anybody else. So in a way, I guess it was intentional. But you know, the way people saw it, it's really you know to uh, what they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. So we just we 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 did what we felt was was right and felt good, you know. And um, people just gravitated towards it. And I mean, we had we had already the experience. Prior to me doing the uh, talent shows with Av, me and Sammy would do block parties. We would try to walk around each set mm-hmm. in New York. Be like, yo, can we get on? Can we get on? So between <laughs> getting the nose and the years and the booze and the, you know what I'm saying? It already, we already had that little, you know, that, that stagemanship and all of that stuff. So by the time we got to doing the talent show, it was like, oh man. Yeah, but I'm sure yeah. those booze, I'm sure those booze, those cheers, those yeses and those noes, mm-hmm. you know, is what, you know, helped you, helped you guys develop. Oh, without you know. question, without question, I mean, because, I mean, literally, we went from, like, me and Sammy, we went from his kitchen to, like, yo, let's go, one, yo, two weeks, yo, 119th Street block party, let's try to get on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And at that time, it was the dreads, the uh-huh. dreads was, they had the strongest system for blocks and blocks, so, you know what I'm saying? So it was like uh, Sam's favorite record was uh, "Ain't You Funky Now," and it went from "Doom Doom," you know what I'm saying? So man, watch it up days, man. But um, the forming of the native tongue was organic because I think you know um, between Tip was in Tip lived in Queens, he was close to Long Island, uh-huh. so him himself and Daylight they kind of um, really clicked hard. Um, Tip and Af, they were in the same class grade together. Like, I'm 87, they're 88. Mm-hmm. So they kind of clicked hard. And that's what really kind of, I want to say, gave a little core to Native Tongue. That was kind of the core, uh-huh. the friendship amongst them. And, um, you know, just Tip, Tip, Tip was an exceptional producer at that time. Even when I first heard I was like, yo, this shit is hot. You know what I'm saying? And, um, when I first unplugged tune and I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that shit was that shit was unmatched to me at the time. You know, and 
especially uh, considering what we had to work with as far as, you know, sampling and, you know, going to studios with all this equipment, but only really be like, yo, I got this loop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yo, I need you to make this pump. Right. You know what I'm saying? And coming out with something that's standing the test of time. Yeah. And even for us, doing Straight Out the Jungle, you know, we were in a lesser of studios. We were in like a 16-track a studio recording on like a four-track machine. Mm. And it's like... Psh- coming out with songs that would literally, you know, last a test of time, you know, test test our manhood, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Test the culture for mm-hmm. what it's worth, you know what I mean? Was there ever a moment where all of y'all looked at each other and be like, we made something? Like, not just music, but like, y'all made something so much greater than just the songs. Did y'all ever, like, was there ever a moment where y'all, like, silence and y'all looked at each other like we did some shit like we did some shit whether it be back there in that moment or you know more recently like we made this whole native tongues movement um oddly enough you know native tongues like i remember when we first really started when we first started trying to like organize native tongues the first couple of meetings didn't go well and obviously the last couple of meetings didn't go well either <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, let's but, talk um, about that. <laughs> but you um, know me. Let's talk about it. No, go ahead. Yeah, nah, it's, it's all good. I mean, I think that um, I think early on, we saw. I don't think we saw the spiritual or you know like the spiritual cultural. strength, the yeah. cultural strength that yeah, we yeah. had with uh, native tongue and what we were doing. I think people just kind of saw the opportunity and was like, yo, oh, yeah, I want to incorporate this. I want to do this. You know, we, I think everybody's trying to look at the business and mm-hmm. who's going to be boss or some type of shit. I think now more cats look at each other when we see each other. It's mm-hmm. like, shit, yo, we did some shit. You know, so it's like if I see May, so I see Paz, I'm like, shit, yeah. nigga, we did some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We didn't, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't build some bridges out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely. I think we're more appreciative now than we were back then. At least I know I am. So I, I know a lot of people want to know about uh, this. Speaking of, you know, music and, and all of that and the stuff that you guys did, mm-hmm. what went into the classic? Like, what what was the mindset, the creative mindset that went into the classic Girl I'll House You? Oh, Girl I'll House You. Um, it was a party. It was a party vibe. I mean, for one, like I said, it was the timing for one. I mean, literally at that time, Royal House, they were killing it with that. Um, I, I can't remember the exact name of their their version, but they was killing it. I mean, you could literally walk out of a club mm-hmm. and listen to it, and then it's like we get up to the crib, and Red was like, "Yo, uh, the the label owner's name was uh, Tony Tony Dick." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yo, Tony wants y'all to come to the studio tomorrow. He wants y'all to do a record with with um Todd." So then Todd called and was like, yeah, yo, you want to do a version of um, To Girl of House? And we was like, yeah, hell yeah. So we went down there and it was, I mean, we would party all the time. <laughs> so it was like, it was almost like we cheated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> you're about to get a test. Open book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll even give you a calculator. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? <laughs> so knock this one out the park. Mm. But um, I don't know. It was fun. Because I always equate house music to disco, mm-hmm. and I love disco from the way my my right. mom used to enjoy disco, 
And, uh, you know, I ain't going to talk about the, the beatings from the disco belt, which I used to call it, but <laughs> it was all love. And We um, all had a disco belt that oh, we got beat man. with, okay? Trust <laughs> you know me on that. No, not me. No, I did. No, I did. No, no. I did. No, I had switches. No, no, no. We had we had switches. That's real. No, no, no. And if you fuck around and bring a smaller switch, you tell you get two more and you're tied in a fucking damn braid. I only got uh, the switch when it's summertime when we go like to Long Island. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. We tree, had tree, yeah, 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 yeah. We had a bush. Uh, my mom, you know, look, my mom's was a John Adams High School graduate, okay? Mm. I got the disco belt. Trust me. Yeah. Right, okay? <laughs> okay. The disco belt. Yeah, yeah Yo, but um, going into that song, man, it was uh, the, the timing was right, the mood was right, because at that time, uh, same old studio down in Coney Island. Mm hmm. They had the two mics set up in the booth. Me and Alf, we sat with Rope Rounds. We both got in the studio and got both got in the booth at the same time and just went back back to back. Yeah, that's a lost art yeah. too, man. Yeah, going back to back, you know, you know, cats going back to back, you know, as far as like rhyming. Little brother did that awesome. Yeah, they did, yeah. Little brother did that. Yeah, they did it. They did, you know, they hit that shit yesterday crazy. So let me ask you, man. Um Um now, the whole native tongue, and I, I get, I get the um, uh, Q-tips and the you know tribes and the daylies and all that because y'all are all up in the same area. Now, I want to know how you incorporated groups such as, or was it just that they seemed like they were on something totally different? Uh, black sheep, because uh, black sheep from they're from here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And uh, I, I was always you know, because I know long, mm-hmm. and um, how did that? How did that? How how, how do y'all incorporate that? Well, how they got into the mix? Yeah. yeah. yeah did you yeah. have to fill out an application? Yeah, yeah. you know, your application's <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, blood, blood the resume's not long enough. <laughs> DNA. <sample. laughs> yeah, no. Nah, um, how that happened was um, Red was down. Red was coming through on tour with KRS at the time, and um, that's when he first met Long, and um, I forget. There's a story that goes with, with what happened. But anyway, Long was like, yo, I'm coming to New York. I'm coming to New York. So uh, I'll never forget. It was probably like two months later, Long was in New York. And Red was like, yo, this is the cat I was telling you about. So Long, he would travel back and forth a bunch. But Long had beats. If you know Long, Long mm-hmm. had mad beats. Yeah. So he was already, he already kind of had his thing. He was planning what he wanted to do. He had a lot of beats. He um he met um Drez, I guess I think they went to high school or yeah, something like Sanford. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sanford, they went to yeah. high school in Sanford. So it was just really a matter. I think uh um Drez had a New York connect somehow. Or or they were each other's connect, basically coming up. They did demos, presented it to Red. He would be at the house all the time sampling. Like a lot of the early samples for the um for the first album, for Black Sheep's first album, he did right in the crib. Wow. You know, because we had the little four second sampler, so he would always come through looping shit up, looping shit up, looping shit up. And I was like, oh, that shit is dope. And, you know, just guilty by association for the most part. <laughs> you know? That's dope. But, so, um, I, so I'm sorry. Um, me and Key went to uh, to see you all, uh, the Native Tongue um, reunion. And, um, you know, we had a ball. You talking about um, fangirl, like, you see those girls, like, screaming, like, <laughs> 
in the Michael Jackson or Beatles. Like yeah. that was me. Like oh, yeah, yeah, we were yeah, we songs of my youth. Like yeah, we were up in the front row. Yeah, we were up in the front row going fucking <laughs> crazy, going <laughs> shell. You know, because it was a whole bunch and of look young. around. It's been yeah. like five hours, and we're yeah, still like yeah, man. It was like five hours long, man. You know, the only thing um, that that kind of like hurt my hip hop heart <laughs> would be mm-hmm. that. Um, I would love to have seen Queen Latifah. I would yes. have loved to have seen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Daylight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In I would tribe, I, yeah. in tribe. I would I would have loved to have seen that. Um don't get it twisted. I was I had I had a ball. I had a ball. And the missing and, members. Of and the missing members. Yeah, and the missing members. Yeah, like they the held whole it down. Like yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. great, great show. Yeah, it was. Under the circumstances, but the missing members of the group. And you know, people right. got a good up good yeah, work good, in the good, morning. Good and things, nowadays, man. I guess. Yeah, I, that was, it, was a, it was a good show, man. And I had a ball. And when y'all got on the stage and y'all, I was like, look at these motherfuckers out here still. I was like, yo, I mean, you know, truth be told, um, you all were, were, were the highlights of my um, of that night. Um, a beat Nuts. Definitely a high night, mm-hmm. high light, mm-hmm. and which is crazy because mm-hmm. I, I because I know them dudes because I used to go to Shawan College up in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. You mean so? You mean Al Tariq? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That cool ass fast. Exactly. Yes. So I'm up in that bitch. So I'm up in that bitch saying a husky motherfucker, a husky. You know what I'm saying? He looking, he, he looking like who the fuck saying that shit? Who the fuck saying that? It's like that's me, motherfucker, husky motherfucker. I know you. You know. So yeah, man. Uh, yo, y'all were doing some really, really great things man and um you didn't sound like anybody and i think that's what made it so beautiful and um and and and, and again like now the the code of hip-hop has changed so much you know it used to be you don't sound like anybody mm-hmm. else you know what i'm saying you might have that same kind of cadence because you're from the same neighborhood such as nas and az you know what i'm saying but to me az was better than nas but anyway mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying that, you know, like now, everybody sounds the same, yeah. you know, and, 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 and which, which kind of fucks up a whole posse cut, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for <laughs> right, me, yeah. because if everybody's talking about the same shit and sounding the same, then I'm hearing the same generic bullshit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And what y'all did was just so, it was just so fucking <clears throat> lovely because nobody sounded the same. Yeah. And, no, and no everybody question. had their own individual you know what i'm saying just 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 essence on on, on each one of those albums yeah. so yeah that, i mean that's sounding the same up. that's you know that's the des- desperation of the industry though mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. of the the corporate corporate monster you know what i'm right. saying and uh giving out opportunities you know what i'm saying say yo we'll give a bone if you can sound like this mm-hmm. one you know what i'm saying the cats fall, fall into the trick word they do that like that yo. i mean i mean i know now. a lot of cats sound the same i'm just saying mm-hmm. man. i mean they come at you like that yo i mean, I mean not necessarily but i mean you know you know, when A&Rs, they looking for somebody, they're like, yo, we need some, something to sound like this. You know, they trying to keep the momentum because that's how they make money. Right. You know what I mean? So Actually, interesting that you bring up the corporate monster, okay? Because from Straight Out the Jungle, okay, uh, you guys went to Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and did Done by the Forces of Nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, one of my personal favorites of all time. Man, look, JB's coming through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
man, okay? I used to argue with my mom all the time because my mom was a huge, my mom was a huge straight out of the jungle fan. Huge. She was not a huge. Just stop it. Okay? Huge. You better put the H on the front of that word. Yeah. He is Donald Trump all Sorry, day. Yeah, Isn't he? It's the Queens in me. Damn, stop so, it, okay? Now look. Is Donald Trump from Queens? He got a hotel yeah. or something down there. So, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, because we used to have that argument all the time. Okay. Uh, you know, she likes straight. I like dumb by the forces. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now, when you guys made that transition over to Warner Brothers to create that album, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, what were the changes, the differences in going from, you know, the smaller label and then going to, you know, uh, no, big time. So I guess what one of you saying, he had more tracks. Bigger budget, but we looked at it like, you know, we looked at it like with the album, with the Straight Out the Jungle album, uh-huh. a lot of promotional albums, a, pro, a lot of promotional opportunities fell astray. Uh-huh. So we wanted to be get a machine behind us that would take advantage of it, take advantage of those opportunities so we would reach more people. And that's, you know, that was kind of one of the bigger reasons we went with Warner Brothers. You know, now it's like we're looking like, eh, maybe it wasn't the right thing. But, I mean, you got to really know how to work the system. I think at the time, we didn't really have the right people around us to help us navigate Mm -hmm. the system um, for a major company because... For what it's worth, they gave us a lot of freedom. I mean, God bless them. Chris Lighty was in there. I mean, cracking necks, breaking chairs, throwing shit. <laughs> so, you know, they gave us a lot of freedom, and we had a lot of opportunities. But we just didn't take advantage of them the way we should have. And you know, it turned out. You know, it turned out the way it did. But um, sonically, you know, that record. You know, you listen to that, and you listen to Straight Out the Jungle, and you're like. Whoa. Who the fuck was you? You can hear the difference for right. the most part, and that's because you know money talks. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. We, got, we were able to get into a better studio. Yeah. You know we had with straight out the jungle. We had been able to tour the world literally. Mm-hmm. So we literally took all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying from that 16 track, four <laughs> four track <laughs> yeah. and, and touring and everything, and then we took that and was like, all right, Warner Brothers, we're here. All right, let's, we need to get in the studio with that sharp dish, di- mm. with that sharp difference in the sounds of those two albums. Mm-hmm. Did you have any detractors? Like you agree, <clears throat> you know, they felt like like the under underground of the first album versus the more polished. No, nah, because album. I think at the time hip hop was becoming more of a polished sound. Mm-hmm. You know, the the sound was cleaning up a bit more. Um, I think people just, I think. You know, like anything, when, when you hear that first one, you want that hit like the first one. You know, you want that that feel, that mm-hmm. texture, that that dust, mm-hmm. you know, that, that real heavy, dirty, deep drum. And it's like, we tried to give it to you, but we, we had experienced so much from being on the road that it was, it was important for us to show that and show what we learned sonically, so. On the road, okay. Uh, how many countries have you performed in? Oh, uh, literally everyone except like uh fully i mean we've done nigeria but there's mm-hmm. other places in africa want to get to um you know um been to china we haven't done russia mm-hmm. um, but probably just about everywhere else yeah that yeah i'm sorry man. that that is weird because um i went to school with m1 from dead press mm. and um he we were talking one day and he was like yo it's fucking bananas he said because you know we go to africa and these 
they're saying now words word by word yeah. you know what i'm saying they yeah. said that it's was the most he said that's the most he said that was the fucking most craziest shit that he's ever felt like mm -hmm. that you know what i'm saying so how was it to go somewhere that they don't even speak your fucking language but yet and still spitting your words oh, word yeah. by word yo that was crazy i mean our first our very first tour was with public enemy overseas in like copenhagen our first stop was like denmark and then to see, yeah, white people mm -hmm. speaking the same language, but can spit your rhymes word for word. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, but you know, when you land in Africa, and it's like we actually went to Africa to like do a, like a film and a recording project, uh -huh. so we didn't get to perform like we wanted to. But I mean, if you've ever been to Africa, the vibe when you get off the plane, it's like a welcome home. Mm -hmm. It's like, but nigga, watch your back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome home. You know what hey, I'm saying? Chica, when are we going to Africa? I've never been before. When are we going? Yeah. Oh, man. We go next year. Next summer. Next yeah. summer. Next summer. Okay. Next summer. Yep. Listen, yeah. you should, together. You should take I straight to tape to Africa. Yeah. Straight to tape. Yeah, without question. Yeah. If you've never been, I'm telling you, it's, it's an experience. I mean, it, it changed my life. And this this was later in our career mm. where this happened. So, I mean, yeah. Everybody yeah. says when they went to Africa uh -huh. that it has changed. Well, that's worldview anyway. That's yeah. worldview anyway. Like, the, 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 the small minded niggas can't tell me shit. Nobody. Yeah. White niggas, black niggas, Chinese niggas. <laughs> if you <laughs> never travel the world like if you yeah, haven't yeah. been out of this country and i'm not talking about cancun no, and the exactly. bahamas i'm talking about somewhere outside of that like you fucking haven't even been to canada you know what i'm saying all you got to do is go to niagara falls and cross the border like you can't tell me nothing because traveling the world makes you realize how ludicrous the united states is like how i spent three weeks in malaysia and if someone had come up to me and said, you need to speak Malay, you need to speak Malay or get out of our country, go back to, nobody ever said that. Nobody ever said that. You don't understand how fucked up the United States is until you spend some time in other countries. Like you don't, not even London. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm most saying? Most definitely, most definitely. Hip hop in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Hip hop in Paris. Straight to tape. Yeah. Straight to tape. tape. This is the show. Uh, Okay, speaking of on the road, okay, what stories can you share about being on the road that won't get anybody in motherfucking trouble? Not many. <laughs> <laughs> yo, no, yo, Mace, 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 Mace told me this story. Part on there. Mace told me this story, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it. But he told me this story, like um, when they um, think they were in Germany or some shit, and then some some real ill shit popped off where he had to like hide or some shit. But I'm just leave it like that. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. I'm just gonna leave it right there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, all I know is that, um, yo, man. I mean. Yeah, I, I know you got some like wow, fucking crazy ass, you know. That you ain't got to put no, that you don't have to put no names in it. No, 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 no. My vision of the native tongue men is that they go on stage, they do their shit, they go back to their hotel rooms, and they pull out their books and they write rhymes to make bomb ass songs that will last for eternity. I don't want to hear it. Well, okay, I might you, stick with uh, that one. You <laughs> might want to close your ears on this. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Everybody got a story. This was um, um this was a, this was a deep one. This was um this was uh we got to um so we had been traveling back and forth even when the wall was still up in Germany, uh -huh. right? So um one great moment for me was I got to piss on Hitler's uh, bunker at the time wow <laughs> wow so, bang, 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 bang. so that was dope and then like probably like probably like a month later the wall went down so that, that was pretty heavy and um, when we got to start touring the other side of Germany 
the skinheads was really they were still pretty heavy uh-huh. so um man we we rocking we doing the show it's in a festival so um you know it's, it's kind of same festival environment uh various tents or whatever so we in the tent we rocking and man it was like so it's been probably like 1500 people you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying man like five skinheads rolling in and just started trying to beat everybody up <laughs> Yo, they five. just five. Five. <laughs> I mean, literally, I can count them. It was, it was no more than ten. So they just run in the crowd, just trying to hit everybody. And we was like, nah, nah, fuck that. And and uh, and yo, next thing you know, they turned on their ass, and security finally got in there and carried their ass out. And, uh, <laughs> was this like, rocking. was this like the eighties and nineties? That was like early nineties. Early nineties. So yeah, so you talking about with skinheads with like real skinheads, yeah. like wearing the fucking leather jackets wrapped around yeah. their fucking waist Remy. and shit, yeah. and the fucking yeah. damn Doc Martens and right. shit. Yeah, real shit. And that's proud boy, motherfucker. After we did shows there, like me, yo, I would get in my room. I throw the chair up under the door, bong, kind of sleep with one eye open and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how. You know, those are my early European experiences. Shit, I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> but it was good, though. You know, a lot of people underestimate, like, Germany is a real beautiful country for the most part. Uh, you'd be amazed, like, seeing the history. But when you get out there in the country, like, it's, like, amazing. You know so how is it, how is it um, being from where you're from um, and then going to all these different you know, countries. Um, I know that had to be like fiberglass. You know, you just had to be like, yo, this shit is fucking just bananas. Yeah, and I was. I mean, um, I was fortunate too. My my grandfather, he was in the Navy, so he would always tell me stories about traveling. So it made me eager. But um, to actually get out there, see the different people, you know. I mean, my first time on a plane was going on tour, like mm-hmm. flying to Europe. Mm-hmm. First, 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 like, nah, not to Louisiana, not to <laughs> Miami. Like, no, seven hours right now. Are you ready? Seven hours. Buckle up, nigger. <laughs> all right, when you get there, you're not going to know the language. You better keep your passport right in your fucking pocket at all times. And watch what you eat. <laughs> Word up. You ever, you ever ate donkey disguised as salami? Wow. Yeah, don't get this dude started. Uh, nah, he's got a donkey story. No, 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 no. no, no. We're hey. not going there. Hey. We're not, not going gonna to talk John, about it. We, we've not never actually really it. recorded. We've never recorded oh, that. That was just the, like a prelude <laughs> while we was outside, yeah. like commingling before. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. 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 We're not, no, we, yeah, we never. Yeah. That's not on and tape at all. No, it's not going. No, it's not, not going on ever tape. be on tape, ever. motherfucker. Ever. Okay. Ever. Ever. This dude has a dunk. Anyway. Yeah, Would you stop? Stop it. Uh, so, stop it. Uh, Stoking the fire. Stoking the fire. Right, just, yeah, Here comes just, Johnny. <laughs> Coming through that mountain. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, man. Nigga, did you just reference John Henry? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he my did. God. I laughed so hard. Yo, I laughed so hard. I'm listening to it in the car. I'm like, Fucking dying. I got people he's like grabs these two axes. I got he's people. He's going for it. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking dying. I'm I sitting got, in there like ah. And meanwhile, I got people that I shared that that particular episode, the DY episode, and they're listening like, "What the fuck was that in the beginning? Am I listening to? Am I listening to the right one? I mean, is, is this the right episode that you sent me? What the fuck is that shit?" He's listening. Just keep listening. Just keep listening. Yeah. Oh but um, but traveling, wow. man, traveling was probably to me one of the greatest gifts I got from 
uh, from hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Traveling, seeing the world. You know, seeing Asia, meeting a lot of friends, long time friends. Um, you know, Europe. You know, you get all these images of Europe, man. Then you go over there and shit. You hugging, getting drunk with motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, motherfucker, I see you on TV. I'm ready to kill your ass. Wow. All your Germans was Nazis and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know? I have no desire to go to Germany ever. Like, uh, an ever, ever. Nah, but, exactly. you know, you're missing yeah, out. No you're missing desire. Out. If, you, if you're into sights and, and beautiful, yeah. you know. Yeah. I am, though, but Architecture yeah. and Because yeah. nobody's ever shit. said that. Yeah, nah, I'm telling you. Germany is. I mean, it's really got some beautiful towns. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you so, ask any of them army boys that was over there. Yeah, they'll tell yeah. you. Hey, Mike. So I want to, I want to kind of uh, take it in another direction a little bit, and uh, you know, we can bring it back to to JB stuff. But what is your whole take on the uh, situation with De La Soul, man, and their impasse with Tommy Boy? What, what's your outlook on that whole thing? Well, it's it's, it's not a it's not a uh, a old story. It's kind of a new story. Well, it's the same old story. Mm-hmm. White boys made a bunch of money, and they they ain't trying to get up off it. <laughs> For the most part, they're like, you know, we would like y'all to help us make more money, mm-hmm. but now we ain't trying to give you a raise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of the same, you know, yeah. same deal, yeah. man. Yeah. Then you know, it's like yeah, it's like you the golden goose. One egg for you. Two eggs for me. <laughs> Two eggs for you. Four eggs for me. <laughs> keep getting it, nigga. <laughs> you know? So, and it's like, it's fucked up, you know, for like, you know, it's, it's fucked up to hear an artist tell a fan, like, yo, don't play our stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, that's, that's like, that's horrid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when the artist ain't eating. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean... One of the worst stories ever, George Clinton. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? How he got yeah. had with his publishing and everything. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, you come up to like the 90s, you see Tommy Boy, you know, they've done a lot within hip-hop culture. And you would think you would get a fair shake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nada. Zero. Zilch. So you, you can never underestimate, you know, the corporate monster or the snake within. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know. And... uh uh, aside from that, man, um, and, and this is this is going to be real controversial, and you might say, you know, we're bringing up old shit. Mm-hmm. But um, what was the, you know, your uh, outlook on everything with the whole Africa Bambata situation, those allegations, and what's the state of the Universal Zulu Nation right now that 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 you can tell? Well, the state of the Universal Zulu Nation now is actually going to be doing a, another anniversary this year in Atlanta. Which is news to my ears, which I love. The shit with Bam. One thing I think I, I share with with my kids: it's hard to really get behind a man. You know what I'm saying? You get behind a movement, mm-hmm. a group of people, but when you get behind a man, sometimes you 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 you're, uh, you're leaving yourself open to fall. You know, pray to his his uh, precisely. You know what I'm saying? So his demons or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I grew up at that time. I was young during those 70s, 80s periods. You know, the gang shit was real. You know, the the misguidance of young youth was real. You know, it was easy for myself, other kids to get strung into different directions. The way it went down. I, would, I, would, I hate to see it go down like that. I don't want to judge. I got so much love for Bam. Right. So, 
it's kind of hard to give an opinion, but I got yeah. love for him. What he did was wrong. Right. But in essence, too, it's not really like it's uh, it's been like went to court or anything like that. But <clears throat> I've spoken to some people within the nation, and you know, there's a lot of stories, man. But I'm not really the one to say, you know, he did it or he didn't do it. I look at the man. I look at the things he's done for hip hop. I look at the nation for what they've done for hip hop. You know, a lot of this organization of parties and, you know, the way shows are presented, the way hip hop groups have evolved because they had that audience, because they had that venue to develop themselves. All of that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for that time back there. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. I shed a tear, but I'm still happy that they was there. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. Tried to answer that one. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, um, I, I, I understand, like you said, man, it's, it's hard to, uh, uh, or, you know, get behind somebody and put all of your uh, faith, for lack of a better term, into somebody, man, it's, yeah. it's, you know, like you said, you're setting yourself up for some type of disappointment uh, because nobody's perfect, man. You know but what that, I'm that, that is a discussion we have often, like, do people's deeds discount their dirty deeds? discount all oh, yeah. of the mm. other no. stuff that they've done like yeah. you know we like Dave said we Dave Chappelle said we live in a cancel society right but that doesn't it, it it's a it's a thin line right. but still what's done is done mm-hmm. good and bad yeah, exactly. So, exactly and just to add one more thing it's like a thing where like if it's the last thing I, I would say about it is if I see him down in the street I'm gonna give him a hand up right mm-hmm. right Man, you know, that's it. You know what I'm saying? And that's just human nature, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to give him a hand up. I ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to judge him because that's not really my position. You know what I'm saying? Now, <clears throat> the last JB album was back in 2006, right? Last full album? Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. Okay, so let me see. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me yeah, check my phone. Let me check my phone here. It is 2019. So what's going on with the JBs now, man? <laughs> Finally, finally got a single out. We got okay. a single out now called Yeah. Uh, doing an independent thing. We got a a, a deal. Um, well, we we signed ourselves basically, mm-hmm. Jungle Brothers Records, and um, it's streaming. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. We got it. We we trying to feed a couple of singles and build momentum, and then we're gonna be dropping the album. Drop the album is called Keep It Jungle. Okay. Okay. And, um, we're just trying to build momentum. I think, you know, as you get a little bit older, you know, life kind of inter- intersected its way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like T was saying, it's like between mortgage and kids and all of that stuff. Families like, to feed. Like, yeah. They're like, record what? Nigga, I got time to no damn drop. I'm tired. <laughs> I just worked the double. I'm tired. You know, but, you know, the love for the music is still there. The opportunity, the fans are still there. Always asking, so... You know, it was only right, you know. And we continuously keep recording. Sammy B, he's been working on a mixtape for a while uh-huh. um, called um, uh, Bush Camp. And he's been trying to highlight a lot of, um, like, uh, unsigned artists, unknown artists. So he's working yeah, on that. That should be true. Come on, come on with it. <laughs> Give him a holler. You know, so he's got that. That's getting ready to drop. You know, like I said, uh, probably uh, middle of um, next year, uh, Keep It Jungle should be dropping. So, you know, everybody out there, if you're listening, just just uh, Google Jungle Brothers, Google Yeah, you know, and you'll see the, the new stuff. Tight single. And, I like know, it. Thank you. I like thank it. You. Yeah, we'll include a... 
link to the single. Yes, yes. we will. We will include, definitely yeah. include the link to the single. So, you know, it's uh, mm. it's been going good. Things have been good. I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy about it. For a while, I was like, ah, oh, it's not really what I want. This, mm-hmm. that. And it's like, I had to like, all right, just put your feelings aside. Let's get it done. And, you know, just just move on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and <clears throat> how'd you end up in NC, yo? How <laughs> I was just about to ask, yeah. like, we're just now getting to see, like, retired and semi-retired the music love never goes away you're yeah. never gonna escape it like but we're just now getting to see like retired and semi-retired rappers from, from what amazing. i'm, from, from, what I'm from, from what i'm hearing I'm, I'm hearing that there's a uh, a booklet that's going around <laughs> <laughs> that's stating that north carolina is the place to be for uh for mcs of of, of old i mean shit i mean because i mean think about it. i mean shit i mean when Kane moved down here, I was just like, okay, that's fucking weird. weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like cats, seeing him in you know the club exactly. like, like, you see, like, you see his ass at fucking Crabtree and shit. You be like, what the fuck? Y'all know I've never met Big Daddy Kane. Like, I've what? never what? met, I've <laughs> never what? met Big Daddy Kane. Oh, man. Ever. Man. Like, everybody around me has met Big Daddy Kane. I've never man. met him. Yeah, I, everybody that I know uh, just about. Practically knows the man. Yo, BDK, come on the show. And I've never met the brother. Never. Crazy thing, crazy thing. It's like, yo, and then when he moved, I was like, okay, that shit's crazy. And then I'm walking downtown just doing my own thing. Then all of a sudden, I see fucking play. Play. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, he's right downtown. I'm like, play. What's good? He was, and he looked at me like, you look familiar. And I was like, Kato, because that's what I used to go back back in the day. He was like, oh, yeah, you that dancer too. What you yeah. from here? I was like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so now you got Mike G here, mm-hmm. fucking Sadat X moved to move down this right, bitch, yeah. and you know, and right. the crazy thing about that, the whole yeah, Sadat. I was gonna say Gucci Suede. Yeah, Gucci Gucci down here. The crazy thing about Sadat was like, yo. I was sitting there just talking to the dude, just you know, I'm just, I'm just hollering him, just talking to him because he didn't look like. To the dot X that I knew from back in the day, like I wanted them to wear some fucking Tims and a fucking big ass fucking army jacket or some shit. We you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, I mean, I know he's a grown yeah. motherfucking man yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? So when I looked, I'm sitting here just kicking it with him, just talking to him, blah blah blah. And then I go in there, and then I'm outside, and then Keisha like, "Yo, you see the dot X?" I was like, uh, "Where?" And he, oh, she was that, like, that's yeah, what that's you're talking what, about? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the first night I, you know, that's the first night I had seen him. I was that like, was like a month and two I, months ago. I know, I know. I was like, where's he at? He was like right there in that chair. I was like, I was just talking to that dude, yo. I was like, that's a dot X. He's oh, been North shit. Carolina eyes. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Crazy, man. Crazy. And then Sadat X, didn't he own at one time? I don't know if he still does Alpaca Farm out in the, in the, the county. Who does he? Sadat? I did. That's what. Yeah. No, not Sadat. no. No, you talking about Terminator? Oh, Terminator. I forgot all about yeah. Terminator. Yeah. Oh, yo, met Terminator X. Met his dad. His dad. He owned a damn ostrich farm and shit. That shit was fucking weird yeah. as shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Yo. Like so me. yeah. So evidently, Mike North G must have got the pamphlet and was like, yo, yeah, let me go ahead. To, let me go ahead. Yeah. Take these. Take this yeah. New York money. Come on down south and let my motherfucking money spend. It's like it's like it's like it's like the hip hop green book and shit. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Pretty much. Ooh, I see a job opportunity here. Maybe I should just start selling real estate to motherfucking MCs. That's a great medium here. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, there was a big influx of everybody shooting down to Atlanta. Uh-huh. So my dad's from Atlanta. Well, not from Atlanta, but he moved to Atlanta. And I was like, I don't know about Atlanta. This shit is like 
I, excuse the term, country New York, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, I actually don't want to be in New York anymore. I mean, I like New York, but it's like I just needed to like s- stretch these elbows. Man, right. look, I, I was, we right in the middle. Though. I was I was driving in Atlanta a couple of months ago, okay, and you know I'm there on the highway and I'm sitting up here. And I was like, why does shit remind me of the Van Van Wick Expressway and shit? <laughs> Shit's fucking bugged out, yo, Shit's man. Bugged out, but and and that's another thing for me. It was like it was good because my dad is down there. Um, I still have family in New York, so it's like right here was yep. like perfect. perfect I got some in laws yeah. here, and they were like, "Yo, this is it," you know. Um, the schools are good because I still had like a little ones. I still got one young one. But um, mm, sorry. you know it's perfect. She says sorry. <laughs> so, let, 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 can, can I can I translate that? In all actuality, that means that Mike G wanted to stay close to his people, but far away, where motherfuckers would have to call him to say, "Hey, I'm, <laughs> right, I'm, 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 I'm on my way." You're just not gonna fucking just show up at my motherfucking house and shit. Hear what I'm saying? You're gonna have to call. Hear what I'm saying? So that's what that is. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I'm glad you're down here, man. Most yeah, definitely, man. man. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah, no, it's good, man. I've enjoyed it. I you know. Oh, I have an anecdote to share. So, a friend of mine's mother passed away um, a few weeks ago, and Tico and I just actually went down to Florida for the funeral, and I sent her your picture because she's a huge fan also, and uh, we've known each other since we were in the fourth grade, and uh, she said, holy shit, and then she said she had a Jungle Brothers poster, and her mom used to f- refer to you as the cute boy on the closet door. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. The cute boy on the closet door. Back then you might have found me in the closet. <laughs> no Malik Yoba. No Malik. No Malik. Yeah, no Malik. Yeah, no Malik. Yeah. I, I was I was getting to say say wasn't that usually Africa that was like referred you were, to that? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's no. yeah that's on the closet. closet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the cute boy thing. I, mean, I was like yeah, wasn't that Usually yeah, Africa you know, stick. Yeah, I see you. That's that, that, that's that light skin. Light skin. Yeah, that's that light skin shit. You really had to big that up. Them hazel ass eyes and shit. Right. You had to big. He had to big that shit up. The black of the berry, brother. That's all we're gonna say to that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Perry worked really hard to to work that in. He did. He did. I saw his little light skin brain just turning, turning over here. He worked hard to inject that one in there, man. Grab you another pickaxe. Fucking International Light Skin Association <laughs> President Albie showing shit. <laughs> Christopher uh, Wilkins, what's the name? Christopher Williams. Williams. Christopher Williams. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yo, that was crazy though, you know. Because back in the days, um, uh, like I said, God bless Chris. Uh, him and Af, you know, they would get a lot of screams and shit. But you know, what I'm saying you can never. You can never downplay, you know what I'm saying, that chocolate attracts the chocolate. Yeah, you know man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, y'all, like I said, you know, y'all always got my respect, okay? But, you know, it's just, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the light was, I'll say this. I always used to say the light was the draw. My cousin, uh, my cousin Wig, you know, you know, rest in peace, my, my cousin Wig. Uh, who was a huge fan of yours as well, okay? But whenever we used to go out, he used to call me the bait. So what we gonna do, 
what we going to do is we going to toss him <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor so he can bring the rest of the women back. I know that's yeah. right. Such a, fucking, such, that's a, right. such a sad fucking situation, guys. This is a sad, 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 sad fucking situation. Come on. Man. That's just fucking, fucking, <laughs> fucking, fucking, yeah. fucking like, White chocolate is not even a thing. I don't know. <laughs> 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 that's some real shit. That's some real Light skin, some bitch. Black is black, brother. Exactly. And on a positive note, (laughs) just chaw you up a little bit. We know what you is on the inside. (laughs) We go hold it together. All red and mushy, like everybody else. (laughs) Just like mine. (laughs) Muscle tendons, just like (laughs) yo. Yo, why, why, why? Me to jump off the subject, but. Yes, you do. Okay, I did. But um, <laughs> I was um, I was receiving um, fellatio. Here's Johnny. Wait a minute. Listen, 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 listen. And and while I was doing that, my whole thing was thinking like, yo, this is just a skeleton. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you take the skin off, it's just a fucking skeleton. It's just meat and fucking just, everybody's just the same. So I had to, and I started thinking of this person like, yo, you know, not looking at her 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 skin mushy mushy whatever hey, can i stop the, you for a minute please because okay. that really must not have been good if you were doing all that damn thing <laughs> thank you please you was not enjoying yourself no, but like i wasn't I, re- I really wasn't i really yeah, was yeah, yeah, i really yeah. wasn't but don't fuck it up for the rest but, of us then yeah, but, but that, like the, the whole thing is you whole thinking thing is like, like your eyeballs bulging with just the muscles on the on the skeleton i'm just type? thinking like it was just a, i was just thinking that it's a fucking skeleton like you know what i'm saying like if you just take the skin off it's just a fucking skeleton it's like everything i'm so tired of being your friend no <laughs> Halloween's coming up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> By all means, get your dick sucked by a damn skeleton. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jesus. Mike G. Mike, thank you, bro. Yo, no problem. Thanks thank for you. Me. Thanks for yeah. having me. Thank you. Yeah. Now, look, bro, you welcome back anytime. Anytime. Yo, when the album's ready to drop, come by. All right, I'm a Come by. Okay. All right. Bring Big Daddy Kane with you so I can meet him. Okay. We're going to get Kane on. Trust me on that, okay? We're we, we working on that, okay? Uh, but Mike G, thank you. Not a problem. Much respect. Thanks for having me. Did you just yeah. do the chest pound pat? Yeah, I did. Well, you did really yeah, like it was like a shoulder thing. It was like a shoulder thing, like a shoulder <laughs> thing shoulder you know what I mean? All right, then. Yo, Tigo. Yes. Do you have anything um weird? Matter of fact, I do. Ah. Rob, mm-hmm. Keisha, yeah. Perry. Yes. There's been some thievery going on around in these here parts. Not in these here parts, but there's some thievery going around in some here the, parts. In some here parts. Pray tell. Well, burglars. Had broken into a store and stole two million dollars worth of body shaping undergarments. Oh, that's mm. what they did, babe. Now, come on now. Whoa. That's the new thing now. Mm. 
Yeah, so they went into this warehouse and uh Where they, was this place? Uh it doesn't say where it was. Oh, it just says know. where um they say they broke into this place. The thing about that hookup, aren't Yeah, I know, mm-hmm. but don't worry, don't worry. Spanks is on the low. <laughs> Spanks are on the low. I'm, I'm getting kind of uncomfortable with y'all uh, suggesting uh, to Keisha that she need to. Uh, no, no, no. I'm no, not no, saying no, that. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Oh no, you no. don't have to no, do because no, no. I, I I might wear one in a very very special occasion and garment, mm-hmm. but that shit is uncomfortable as hell. And it maybe in the wintertime, maybe, maybe. But in the hot summertime, ain't no way. Look, these motherfuckers escaped with two point million dollars worth of goods. Mm. So that means that they stole about thirty-four thousand pairs of spanks. Wow. Are these spanks proper? Or are they just like? Oh no, these these are the real spanks. The, the yeah, real spanks. The, the real okay, spanks. Gotcha. The fucking real spanks. So, you know, uh, all I can tell you is that. It's going to be weird to see all these shapely, collided women walking around here, <laughs> because be on the low low because it's in the black market now. Yeah. Spanx is on the black market now, uh, right along with Viagra. So, fellas, get you some damn blue pills, and women, get you some damn Spanx. <laughs> And yeah. listen to them have straight out of tape just and it. give us some thanks. Cycle. Yes. Give us some thanks. Everybody's happy. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it, man. I mean, you know, my first joint was the dude that stole all the fucking damn fajitas and shit. Yeah. And motherfuckers is using pigeons to sell, you know, to distribute drugs. And now motherfuckers is just out this bitch stealing spanks. I mean, They're when is it going to stop? Hey. They're expensive. Hey, hey, hey. Uh... Hey. There is a black market for most everything, but definitely. They at least be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Well, you're right because they're saying like you know those spanks usually go up like fifty dollars. Exactly. So they're selling them on the low low for like twenty. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a deep discount. I probably do right like there. I probably do like twenty five oh, thirty. Now spank uh-huh. I can wear a spank because they're breathable, they're more comfortable, um, they hold you in where you need to be held in. Kinda, but not like restricting wise. However, like the whole new resurgence of body shaping, that ain't nothing but like the twenties, thirties, forties. You know, women like Marilyn Monroe used to wear body shapers all the time. Motherfuckers call it body shapers. It's a fucking damn girdle. girdle. Thank you. Well, yeah, it's a girdle. It's a body (laughs) shaper, a girdle. And what what a lot of people fail to realize is if you do it consistently, then your body's going to shape that way. Right. Yeah, of course. So you see, I saw some extreme shit where the lady had the corset. The corset, right? And she like, had the corset, yeah. and her waist was like ten inches or fourteen inches, which is crazy. But if you wear it long enough, consistently enough, your body will shape that way. Bones, fat. But what is that? It's like that's like what? Like just a lot of water weight and shit. <laughs> no, it's not water weight. It pushes. I mean, like it redistributes how your your meat fall. Mm. So mm. even if, you know, just a, a larger woman, such as myself, wore a corset consistently, then I would have that hourglass shape without the corset on because my fat and muscles are going to retrain on how they fall on my body. Well, spanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Spanks a lot. Keisha. 
Yes. You got any verses for us? Yes, mom? I do. So, um, I had some business panel in Boston mm-hmm. this week. So, I actually took my youngest son because they're actually studying Boston in school, mm. like Boston Massacre and Boston Tea Party. Yeah, studying Boston. Boston, okay. Boston. Yeah. And uh, took him, and he agreed to do his, his schoolwork early and turn it in on Wednesday, which he did, but then they ended up not having school Thursday and Friday, so he was like, shit. Um, <laughs> but took him, and one of the amazing things quickly is that he met a friend, um, female friend, mm-hmm. um, here in May. She lives in Boston, and she is the cousin, first cousin of one of his friends that goes to school with him. So when we got up there, he, you know, when he talked about going, he was like, yeah, I want to meet them, blah, 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 blah. And so... He had been really close with her and her best friends Mm -hmm. from May till now. And so we go down. He's like, well, I want to meet them because there's a place, a ramen spot that gives free ramen to kids that have A's on their report cards. Guess where this place is? Right around the corner from Harvard University. Mm. So we get in a lift and we go down there and we're like walking, trying to find the spot and it's unassuming. And we walk past by accident, and these little girls come out, and they rush my son. Little brown girls, they rush him, and they hug him like he's the best thing in the whole world. And they hug me, and they go, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. We love Kamani. We love you. Blah, 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 blah. So I, like, go, well, I walk a block and a half, two blocks down, let them have their time or whatever at the wrong spot. And then the next day, we're, like, in Chinatown, and they're shopping or whatever, so I let them do their thing. They're shopping and having lunch or dinner. dinner. Um, yeah, and I go like shopping and I go to a couple of bars. One bar I went to was like built in 1909. Um, every white man I saw in Boston was like the classic Boston white man. Like Marky Mark, Mark. Or, his, <laughs> or his daddy or his granddaddy, like all of them. Um, so ended up having a couple glasses of wine and I decided to get my nails done and my kid finds me and his friend's mom actually works at a nail salon that I went, that I decided to go to. He walks him back to the train station and he comes back. He's so emotional because he had such a great time with these like virtual pen pals, mm-hmm. basically that he's had for a few months. So it was really, really sweet. And so then we leave, we come back Saturday, we get back here Saturday and then Link up with Teak, and we go to Hopscotch, which is a, which is a huge music festival. It's One Thursday. of the biggest uh, music festivals in the country now. Mm-hmm. What it's almost ten years strong. Yep, it's, yeah. I think this might have been the ten. Yeah, this anniversary. was the tenth year. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So link up with him, um, but uh, the only two acts that I recognized mm-hmm. on the bill were Little Brother. And Raphael Sadiq. Hmm. I've never seen that. I, I love Raphael Sadiq. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw some. I saw some of the video you was posting. I was really digging that outfit that he was wearing. Yo, he rocked those fucking yeah. Carolina blue Adidas. Yo, those oh, shits wow. was fucking butter. Yo, <laughs> shits was butter. I, you know, I, I don't know if cats really I, I sat down and, and paid attention to his joint. Like when cats come down here, they they, they really rep yeah, yeah. Raleigh or yeah, really yeah. rep North Carolina. And that was it. And that was his. Yo, it went. It went. And so we, well. Tico and I. Went out there and we um, had our chairs because I confirmed that you could bring chairs. Not a lot of people brought chairs, but mm. Tico and I brought chairs and we sat in the front, in the middle of everything. What? 
like in the front <laughs> and the middle. So imagine a mosh pit and we got two lawn chairs. Yeah, I saw your pictures. Yeah, we're 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 sitting. Yeah, we're we're sitting in two lawn chairs right there in the middle of everything. Really close. Raphael Sadiq rocked it. Although I do like his new album. It sounds good, but it's super fucking depressing. Mm. He did a lot of songs from that album, but then he like picked it up and did like yeah. you know, ton, ton, ton But you know the album is the album is about his brother. Yeah, it is about his brother. We know that now, but when we were in Florida, we were like, God. I was like, yeah. Damn, I was like, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I felt, yeah, I felt so bad. I wanted to fucking slice this motherfucking rest of shit. And I mean, the long way, not even through this, not even the side. I mean, the lawyer, yeah, the real way. I was like, damn, I feel bad, my damn, damn self. This shit is depressing. Like, this nigga wanted shit. to fillet his own arm. Yeah, 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 it was depressing. But it was good. But it was good. I mean, it sounds good, and he sounds good. He always sounds good. He looks amazing. But then. The sun goes down. Yes. And the lights come up. Yes. And behold. What was it? LB Business. Mm. LB Little brother. I would not express to you guys anymore after today how amazing this album is. And they did a lot of songs off the album. Okay. They sure did, they man. They did a lot how of far, songs. How far did they go back into their catalog? Uh, they they did like probably like they did good three. clothes. Didn't yeah, they, they, they did, did good, good clothes. clothes. They did um, but they did a lot on this new album. Yeah. And it was absolutely amazing. And again, like Mike G was talking about, they have that back and forth mm-hmm. rhyme style duo rhyme style yeah, that we're used yeah, to. They, they bump rock. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was it was amazing. And then I really don't remember what happened after that. I'm going to tell you why you don't remember. Why don't you remember? Well, before the show, me and Key, we have a um, pregame ritual where <laughs> where we go to liquor stores and, uh, you know, we uh, we have a couple of drinks before we get to the... We like to sneak liquor. To, to, to the spaces. <laughs> so we had a 12-pack of uh, Tito's on it. Yeah. Tiny Tito's. Yeah, tiny Tito's. Well, I did that because somebody asked me to, and then the person that asked me to didn't want none because not her fault. Because there was a vendor tent out there. Not even vendor. Mm-hmm. It was Amsterdam vodka and bullet bourbon. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So you just walk in. All you had to do is write your name down, and they give you like samples of bullet. Bullet and Amsterdam, and then if you hey, where's my T-shirt and my I have to never mind. I got a t- <laughs> promotional T-shirt and a promotional Pilsner glass. Uh, I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. It's in that bag. Probably. It's in that bag. Where's the bag? You secured the bag. I don't know where it is. Probably in the lift. Oh shit. Yeah, probably. Anyway, so um <laughs> give you like a free drink and a free drink ticket to go inside the bar that they were outside to get a get drinks for free. And so that's why the person that asked me to bring the tiny Tito's didn't want any tiny Tito's by the time I got there because they had been in the bullet in Amsterdam. Too. But best believe Tiny Tito's was drunken by big old Tico. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone. Key was gone. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. <clears throat> Key 
when she gets in a when she gets in that vibe, that moment, that essence, there's no stopping her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Arms are flaring, <laughs> just dancing and having. You know what I'm saying? She's if you fully. Watch Tico's videos, you she, can hear me. Yeah, she's just wilding. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, because she's in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's yeah. in it. So, Key is known to bum rush the front of the stage. And uh, if you notice that all the pictures, she's like, ah, oh, here I am. You know what I'm saying? She's like under people's underarms and shit. So she happens to go. It's easier with white people, though. So she happens <laughs> to go easier. and little brother's performing and little and Key does her thing. She bogars her way up front. So I'm looking at her, like watching her, you know. And so these other two ladies were looking like, oh, no, hell, she didn't. <laughs> and so that then, the so time. then they cut in front of Key, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nah, bitch, this is my spot. You feel me? So I'm looking like, oh, hell, here we go. You know, but Key, she's, she's still, she's still vibing. She's in the zone. Mm-hmm. So she moved back and she's dancing or whatever. So I, you know, I tapped D, her sister. I'm like, yo, I said, you're, um, I said, these two chicks is like, you know, me mugging your sister. But yeah. I, if I remember correctly, we had been there, mm-hmm. and those two chicks had... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just came in front. Later, they came in front, right? yeah, right. They came, they came up, up later. later. They came up later. everybody around us respected the... Territorial. Had respected the lawn chairs that we had plucked. Oh, yeah, we right had lawn in the middle chairs, of the mosh yeah. pit, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. everybody there respected that. And then yeah. they walked up and walked in front of us. Yeah, so needless to say, things you know, little brother showed so much love. It was so much love in the building, and somebody awesome. said that that awesome. that it diffused the situation <laughs> that could, that could have that could have went down. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted. Now, Key's my girl. And I'm not down to hit no girl or, or hit no woman or anything like that. But I'll shake the shit out you. But um, <laughs> but uh, but. You know, yeah, but it was great. It, it was, was a great, great show. LB, Real LB great show. did it. Um, hopefully, they'll be on tour, so I'll see them again in a few months. But yeah. in a more like inside, inside setting, setting it's not yeah, 157 yeah. degrees outside. Yeah, I know they released. Uh, I thought they released their tour dates. I might we might have to oh, check them they? out. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, because I know there's yeah, because I know there's one field trip. I'm de- I was definitely suggesting, and I'm going to suggest it on the air, uh, November seventh. Lincoln Theater, uh, Big Crit, and Rhapsody. Uh, that'd be good. I have never. I've, right. I've I've seen Rhapsody. I've not. I've, I've seen her like do a single, but I've never seen her do a whole oh, fucking no. I, show. I've seen and, whole and, shows, and yes. so I would. I would. I would yeah. love to go see that whole show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To see how she how she rocks it out. Right. Friend, they'll be at uh, the Howard Theater in D.C. on October 17th. Woo 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 woo. Little brother. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, this concludes our show, Straight to Tape. We want to thank the legendary Mike G. Yeah, Mike G. For coming through and chilling with us and talking and tripping out and just, you know, do what we do. Yeah, do what we do on Straight to Tape, you know. Uh, I mean, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, come mean, on. Yo, I mean, look, yeah. look. Don't feel intimidated. I mean, it's not like we're gonna hit you with some hard questions. Okay, Rob might. Perhaps. Okay, but can I you mean, ask him how why he keep taking um do Instagram posts with no shirt on? Um, uh, probably 
not. I'll take that one. Yeah, that's that's good for you. <laughs> that's good for you, Keish. But you know, I mean, <laughs> hey, it's a conversation. We sit down, you know, we chop it up. That's you know, right. that's we right. we sip and speak. Yep. yep. Most so of the time. Sip and speak. I like most that. of the time. Most of the time. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Except that one time when Pitt. Ah, anyway, shut up. We'll say we'll save that for the outtake episode. All right, See cool. what I'm saying? <laughs> Got to create content out of everything. Ah, my God. Yeah, of course, of course. So for the comedian Tico de Gallo. Adios, amigos. Muchachos and muchachas. Muchachas. Is that right? Yeah, muchachos right. and muchachas. And. Isn't that right? Quintessential hip hop mom, <laughs> Keisha with a Y. Happy Sunday, spaghetti time. And of course, to our social media assassin, Rob Barron. May the Lord watch between me and thee. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> One from another. Amen, amen. And see Perry Lee's in a second. As always, straight to tape family. Let's get active. We out, y'all. All right.